0: Welcome to our lower school town hall meeting. Welcome to all of our lower school families. We are so happy to have you today, and we look forward to sharing with you a whole lot of division-specific content that I'm sure you're eager to hear. Uh, We've got a wonderful group together that's excited to connect with you. Um, So just a few quick reminders before we really get going here. Uh, First up, wanted to remind you all that Your lines are muted, so we can't hear you, Um, but we certainly do wanna connect with you. And the way that we do that is through our chat feature. So please do open up the chat button and uh, ask questions throughout the presentation today. So we have uh, Tiffany McCollum, Mrs. McCollum, our uh, lower school principal on the line, Bill McGee, our head of school, uh, along with all of our lower school leads uh, here and ready to answer any questions that you may have and they will be monitoring the chat throughout the presentation uh, and actively answering your questions. So as they come to your mind, ask away. I also wanna encourage you to update your view options so that you can see your screen uh, and fully see all of the webcams and, uh, and the presentation. So take a moment to get settled. And uh, with that, I wanted to share with you all just a few quick save the dates uh, for all of the wonderful activities that we have coming up over the next couple of weeks. So first up as a reminder, if you have an upper school student, their town hall is this evening. Uh, meet the teacher opportunities are coming up here soon. And Mrs. McCullum is gonna talk you through the lower school meet the teacher opportunity here in a moment. Um, first day of school is uh, August 13th. We can't wait to see you next Thursday. So also wanted to share with you our wonderful uh, Parent Teacher Fellowship, PTF, uh, has come up with a, a variety of events to connect our parents so first up is Boohoo Yahoo on the first day of school. This is our opportunity for parents to come together uh, on the football field. We will honor our kindergarten and senior mamas, um, but it's also a great opportunity for, if you're looking for a landing spot after you drop your kiddo off on the first day of school, uh, this is the place to be. So whether you are sad about dropping your child off or, maybe a little happy, Yahoo, about uh, maybe reclaiming some personal freedom. Uh, join us as we celebrate the first day of school. Um, on Thursday the 20th at 8.45, we will have our PTF kickoff and LCA new mom welcome. And that'll be held in the upper school courtyard. Um, and then our dads. We are bringing the dads together for our third annual Dad's Boot Camp. That's happening on the 22nd at the football field. And you will hear a wonderful message from uh, Coach Smith and from LCA dad, uh, Jose Ruiz. Uh, So just a few more dates to mark down in your calendar. Eagle Mama, our women's ministry is coming up on the 26th. Um, That'll be held virtually. Um, Also wanted to make sure you're aware that if you missed the spirit shop and used uniform sale a few weeks ago, we've got another one coming up for you. So join us on the 29th in the South Campus Gym. And then our virtual men's and women's Bible studies are kicking off in September. So mark those dates down as well. So I just mentioned the Spirit Shop. Um, Our Spirit Shop is available online. If you need LCA gear, this is the place to find it, so please do visit us. Uh, We have buffs, we have masks, we have water bottles, and we also have a whole bunch of new apparel, uh, so please do check that out. And then also wanted to remind you all that we have an an LCA community app. This is a great way that we uh, communicate with you and keep you up to date. Um, So on any device, you can search Legacy Christian Academy. Uh, This year, we have introduced passwords, so you will need the password in order to access the app. We also ask that you opt in to notifications, uh, because that is a way that we keep you up to date on what's going on. Uh, So with that, I am going to introduce our head of school, Mr. Bill McGee.
1: Thank you, Shannon, and uh, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Lower School Divisional Town Hall. I want to uh, send a special welcome to our new families. Uh, We're so glad you're a part of the LCA community. Um, You know, it's now less than six days before we launch a new school year. So I know you have lots of questions and hopefully we have lots of answers. Although I will say we may not have every answer yet. Some of these answers we're still trying to find. So uh, hang in there with us, be patient and uh, looking forward to welcoming all of our families uh, on Thursday, uh, August the 13th. As is our tradition, we start all of our meetings in prayer, so if you would please bow with me. Father, I thank you for this time together with our families, with our uh, leadership, with our faculty who are all um, united along our commitment to providing the best Christ-centered education possible for our children. Father, we uh, Uh, We acknowledge and recognize that we are in unusual, uh, even extraordinary times in this country and in this community. Um, We pray for patience and understanding, grace and forgiveness as we uh, navigate these uncharted waters. Um, Father, we are thankful for your provision. We're thankful that uh, we're in a position to even open our school um, next Thursday, that um, that we have the resources, we have the enrollment, we have the support of our board of trustees and uh, the enthusiastic support of our faculty to open our doors to uh, to our uh, students uh, in less than a week. And so we're thankful for that, Father. We're thankful that you have protected us and you have provided for us. Father, I uh, pray that uh, this time will be one of enlightenment. It will uh, if, there are any, if there's anyone who is still anxious about um, this coming year, that their anxiety might be relieved, that uh, they would find peace, and they would uh, be directed uh, according to your will. Father, uh, we love you, we praise you, and uh, we uh, submit to you, and uh, it is in your son's name we pray. Amen. All right, folks, I'm gonna answer a couple of questions that you may have that have come uh, uh, to our attention uh, uh, that might be helpful to you as we uh, move into uh, the new school year. One of the commonly uh, asked questions is, how do we determine which level or operating modality we are in? And the answer to that is, that is an internal decision that the school's leadership makes that is based on the current environment that we find ourselves informed by uh, all all different uh, sources. Uh, For example, we we look at, uh, we constantly look at the CDC recommendations. We um, we know we are, uh, 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 we recognize the governor's executive orders and the attorney general's opinions on those orders. Um, we recognize the recommendations from Denton County health officials, so we take all of that in consideration. But we make that decision uh, that is in the best interest of our school. So I want you to know this: these modalities are not tied to a specific government order or a specific um, uh, or any outside organization. This is an internal decision. Uh, it is well informed by our safety. I'm sorry, our health and wellness uh, uh, crisis management team, which includes two physicians, um, a, a pediatrician who is overseeing uh, the, a COVID-19 response unit as well as a uh, family physician or a primary care doctor. So we, we feel like we are well-informed and when we make these decisions as to how we open our, uh, when and how we open our doors to our students, uh, please be assured that these are not uh, decisions made in isolation. With that, I want to address a specific question that that seems to come up over and over, and maybe the most controversial, and that is about masks or face coverings. Now, uh, there is no more emotional issue right now that we're facing uh, uh, as to who should wear masks, when they should wear them, what kind of mask, etc. So here's where we have landed. We have decided that all students in our lower school, which is pre-K three to fourth grade, no matter their age, will not have to wear a mask while they're in class as long as social distancing or what we call physical distancing is observed. So in other words, we have set up our classes, as you know, in cohorts or what we're calling the core classrooms, to uh, uh, be able to spread our students out during the the school day. There are times during that school day where um, we can't keep a six foot distance. Uh, For example, if a student is working individually in close quarters with a teacher. um, At that point, the student and the teacher need to be wearing a face covering. Um, Obviously, when we're in a hallway and uh, we may be passing by others uh, or it may be very difficult to uh, keep social distancing, uh, we will be wearing a mask at those times. So the teachers will give the students clear direction as to when they need to wear their mask and when uh, they can take it off. But for the most of the day for our lower school kids, they won't be wearing a face covering while they're learning. So that's that's a decision we've made. There are some schools that have made a different decision and we respect their decision. We feel like our plan is very viable. Um, I know there were some questions or concerns about, well, what about my fourth grader who is turned 10? You know, the governor seems to indicate that anyone 10 years and older uh, must wear a mask when they're indoors or cannot social distance. So so our uh, what we've decided is we're going to allow all fourth graders uh, to come under the same rules as everyone else in our lower school. We believe that this is in keeping with the spirit of the uh, governor's orders, which, um, you know, uh, our, our savior uh, Jesus answered this question when he was challenged by the Pharisees about uh, whether or not um, or why he was healing on the Sabbath. And he answered it by uh, in, in the way, you know, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And what he was uh, indicating to the Pharisees is, look, laws are for our benefit, not we are not made for the laws. And so that's how we're interpreting this situation is that we believe that we're remaining in the spirit of the governor's orders, even if uh, if it's not uh, uh, it, it, it's not uh, to the T. So anyway, wanted to explain that to you that uh, you can relax if you thought your ten year old fourth grader might have to wear a mask all day long. He or she will not, um, and so that's how we're going to move forward. Um, uh, the, I, I do want to uh, clarify one thing and actually make a correction from the community-wide uh, town hall uh, a couple of days ago in that we are, uh, a, a face shield is not the same as a mask. And so we are asking everyone to uh, uh, bring a cloth mask. And the guidelines for those masks will be shared with you a little bit later in this presentation. So the face shield, although it, it provides some protection for others, is not, when we say mask or face coverings, we're really referring to the cloth mask uh, or face covering. So just wanted to clarify that uh, with you. Um, and so with that, I'm gonna turn it over to Tiffany McCullum, who will uh, start answering your specific questions about Uh, the opening of our lower school. Tiffany?
2: Thank you, Mr. McGee, and um, welcome, everyone. And first of all, before I get started, I just want to say a huge thank you to those of you who have reached out to me after my little fall that I took the other day, and I'm doing much better. And um, so if you see me walking around with a helmet on campus, you will know why. (laughs) But anyway, I appreciate um, all of your prayers and and well wishes. But uh, anyway, to get started today, I wanted to share a little bit with you about um, my uh, background so all of our new families know um, who is the principal of my child's school. And so anyway, um, I grew up down the road um, in Plano and graduated from Plano Senior High. And from there, I went to the University of Texas at Austin. So hook them to all of my uh, Longhorn parents out there. Um, I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Applied Learning and Development, which is basically UT's uh, fancy way of saying elementary education, and uh, received a minor in French. And um, I see a gig popping up in our chat. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I um, then uh, went on and graduated from UT Tyler and received my master's in educational administration and uh, hold a state certificate, a state of Texas certificate um, to be a principal. So anyway, I'm entering my 27th year in the field of education and uh, 13 of those years um, or 12 of these years, I um, have been at Legacy. So entering my 13th year at LCA. And during my time in the classroom, I um, have taught everything from pre-K four um, all the way up to, I taught fourth and fifth grade math for two years. I've taught everything in between, uh, but I've not taught kindergarten. So that is one uh, grade level that I have not uh, been blessed to. Teach at this time, but uh, anyway. So just so grateful to be here at Legacy. I um, am married and um, to my husband Scott, and we'll have been married for 24 years this November. And uh, he is a um, an athletic an assistant athletic director here at Legacy. And I have two boys, my older son, Connor, um, he's about to turn 22 and he will be a senior at Oklahoma State University. So that's a really bright orange for this Longhorn Mama, but I've learned to embrace it. and, And then I have a son, Preston, in fact, Connor, my older son, he graduated from Legacy in 2017. So he's an LCA alumni. And then my younger son, Preston, he's 16 and he will be a junior at Legacy. And he started at Legacy in kindergarten. So, um, as I put my mama hat on for a moment, I've been a parent here through every grade from kinder all the way through 12th grade. And I can surely say that um, this school has been a blessing to, to my family. So, next slide, Shannon. All right. so a lot of questions about Meet the Teacher. Um, It was really important to me and the administration that we uh, provide a time for our little ones to come up on campus to um, meet their new teacher and see their classroom and so um, your teacher, homeroom teacher, should have um, sent out a sign up uh, Genius link for you to sign up to come up over the course of those three days to and to see their classroom. Uh, one thing that I wanna um, point out, this is going to be a great opportunity to take pictures. So I've spoken to all the teachers on how we can accomplish that, where we don't have to have a mask on for a quick picture um, with your child's teacher. And, um, but anyway, we do ask that you wear masks when entering the building. And one thing I wanna point out for Meet the Teacher as well, this is only for you to go to their homeroom. Um, specials teachers, you might see them out and about in the hallway, But um, that's not a time for you to go visit their classrooms because we know we need to get everyone in and out in a timely fashion um, on our campus. So anyway, the next thing I want to address is our first day of school. So as a mama of little ones, once upon a time, it would have broken my heart if I could not have uh, Uh, brought my child onto campus for the first day of school. So we have worked out a plan. Um, As you can see on the screen, if your last name begins A through L, um, you will drop off beginning at 8 a.m. And parents, please know that this is a drop and go. So you'll be able to walk your child to their classroom door. Um, We're asking that you not enter the classroom. Um, Give your hugs and kisses. And then um, we could, if we ask that you could please, you know, quickly um, leave the building. And then um, parents with the last names L through Z, um, you can come um, starting at 830 um, for a year drop and go on the first day of school. So this is why we're asking that you take pictures and things like that and meet the teacher um, rather than the first day, because we need to get everyone in and out, you know, quickly um, on that first day of school. But I know that'll ease some of our um, anxious little hearts of these kids and you too as parents to uh, be able to drop them off on that first day day of school. All right so our start and end times for lower school um, as you can see um, we're starting car lines will begin at 8 a.m. so 8 a.m. when you drop your children off um, they will go straight to their classrooms we are no longer this year able to accommodate a holding room prior to 8 a.m. so um, we um, have on here that classes begin at 8:15. but one thing I want you to know is that we know at the beginning it's going to take time to check temps and get all these kiddos in the door so our teachers are going to be showing a lot of grace um, if your child arrives in class after 8 15 a.m. so um, don't don't worry about um, tardies here at the beginning of the year and then our end times um, pre-k junior kinder and our kindergarten will dismiss at 3 and our grades one through four will dismiss at 315. And here in a little while, um, I'm gonna introduce my new assistant principal, uh, Coach Hall, and he'll talk more about car lines and how that's going to look. But you can see the note at the bottom where um, lower school siblings will be dismissed together um, with older siblings. So if you have children in different dismissal times, including middle school, we will hold them and let them leave with the older child. All right, so there has been a lot of talk this summer um, about specials and whether we will have them this year. And yes, I am so happy to say we will. And uh, this year, our specials will include art, uh, music, PE, Spanish, library, and technology. And in a little while, you'll be able to hear from our specials teachers in this town hall. Um, our recess, we will be taking um, our children out to recess this year and um, uh, every day they need that fresh air and that exercise. And when they are outdoors, masks are not required, but we are limiting the number of classes who will go outside together. So we're not sending the whole grade out at one time like we've done uh, in years past. So sending out, you know, a couple of classes at a time will allow them to spread out in and, and physical distance and they'll be sanitizing their hands before they go on the playground, but uh, they, will, they will get recess. Um, our chapel this year, um, we are because we're not able to meet as a collective group in the um, cafeteria like we normally do. Um, Mrs. Thompson and Mr. Rhodes, who um, lead us in chapel every week, will uh, pre-record our chapel lesson and our worship time. So teachers will be showing this in the classrooms um, on Wednesdays every week. <laughs> All right, so SOAR, those of you who are returning families know that every year I love to have a theme. Um, year before last, it was Glow. Last year, it was SOAR. And so this year, I've decided to carry our SOAR theme over um, to this year again. Our year was cut short, obviously. And so for all of our new families, um, SOAR um, stands for Self Control, Obedience acceptance and respect and the verse that ties in with this theme as you can probably read on the bottom it says but those who hope in the lord will renew their strength they were they will soar on wings like eagles They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint, Isaiah 40, 31. And to go along with this theme, um, all of the teachers, including myself, we have these little sore tickets that we hand out. When we catch children that are um, being kind to friends and obeying classroom rules, they will earn these tickets. And parents, let me tell you, these are the golden ticket in lower school. In fact, I heard over distance learning that mamas were making their own sore tickets to hand out as uh, some motivation complete assignments. And so on the um, first Friday of every month, what I do is I have a big treasure box and I walk around, we'll sanitize our hands first before they start digging and they can um, uh, get a treat. Their teachers will tell them how many sore tickets they need to earn to get out of the treasure box. But let me tell you, this has been a big hit. So this is why I wanted to carry this theme over into this year. Okay, so lunch um, we, you probably have heard by now that we are um, eating lunches in our classrooms and um, I know Mr. Dyer are um, in our facilities crew. They have, we're bringing in big trash cans to put in our hallways and um, you know to allow and um, for them to throw their trash away and obviously sanitizing before and after lunch and um, so I think there was some communication that went out yesterday about Sage. Um, ordering lunches for them, but I do have a couple of notes here that I was given right before this town hall that I would like to share with you. Um, it says parents need to order lunches through My Kids Spending by next Monday at noon for next week and the following week. Um, also, there is a group on the app people um, that people can opt in for the. Um, let's see, we'll send them reminders when lunch orders were will are due. Um, there is a tile on the app called Lunch Menu um, with Sage Dining, and it says all info is available, available off of that tile if they did not receive the email for any reason. So it sounds like this app is something that um, you might want to have on your phone if you plan to order lunches for your children. <laughs> all right. Another question that I've been receiving a lot is aftercare. Um, and yes, we will continue to have um, our legacy extended care program um, every day until six o'clock. Um, we've included um, our Candy Gartner is our LEC director. so any questions that you have about that program, um, I encourage you to, to reach out to her. The next thing I want to um, go over with you, and I sent this information out in an email and hope that you had an opportunity to Read over it, but I want to talk a little bit more about our Flex Learning program. Um, you know, there's been some buzz and things that I've heard from uh, parents and um, what they are, you know, how everyone's seeing what Flex Learning is. And I just wanted to read over this with you and, uh, and so that we're all clear what um, this means for this school year. So, the purpose of Flex Learning is to provide an effective learning solution over a short, meaning weeks period or long meaning months period of time for students and parents who are currently uncomfortable with the on-campus learning environment it is the intent of flex learning families to return to on-campus when as a family they deem it safe to do so. And one thing I wanna point out about this um, the section I just read, um, I've heard some talk about some families maybe wanting to bring their children to school three days a week and keep them home two days a week. That's not what flex learning is for. This is for um, the families that want to be home for an extended period of time, consecutive days, not um, just you know, coming and going throughout the week. And so um, please keep in mind that, um, uh, you know, we can't be coming and going and part time on campus and part time at home every week. Um, So the description of flex learning is students in flex learning will be afforded the opportunity to engage with LCA instructional content from the teacher through one of the following methods. Um, Your teachers will either provide pre-recorded instructional videos and or maybe an opportunity to do a Zoom or a synchronous video while they're uh, teaching live in the classroom. Um, But the teachers will determine and utilize the most appropriate method for their grade level and their content area. So the content will be delivered through the Seesaw platform. Students will complete assignments independently and meet submission deadlines accordingly. Students will have the opportunity to receive support from the teacher via a scheduled appointment. However, please note that specials, our PE, music, art, Spanish, technology, and library, will not be able to be supported in the flex learning environment. So you will only be given um, instruction and lessons and the material, uh, the lessons, if you will, assignments for um, the subject areas being taught in the classroom. So specials teachers are not able to support your child in flex learning. All right, so procedure. So um, when you as your family, and I've already received a couple of emails from you, um, please make sure that you notify me and your child's homeroom teacher if you desire to move into Flex Learning. Um, The designated student will remain in Flex Learning until the school is notified by the family that the student will be returning to on-campus learning. Uh, Families must also notify the division administration Uh, meaning me, when the student is ill and unable to complete work for the day. Otherwise, all assignments must be completed within the original assigned timeline. All right, flex learning. So we did this neat little chart here to show what flex learning is and what flex learning is not. So right now I'm going to go over what the flex learning is. Um, It is access to LCA learning content. Um, it is an opportunity to collaborate with teachers online through an appointment. And I'd like to point out here, please know that most of this will probably be after school because you're the classroom teachers have students in front of them and they're, you know, um, tending to those kiddos that are right there live in front of them every day. So um, it'll probably be during either their planning time or after school. Um, Flex learning is a choice based on personal comfort level over a couple of weeks or more. Um, And it is a sequenced learning opportunity in coordination with the pace of the traditional class. So we're asking children in the flex learning option that you keep up with what we're doing in the classroom. So, you know, if they're teaching a math lesson on a Monday, you know, you need to have, you know, work with your teacher and they may have you have it do either that day or, or maybe the next day, but this is not an opportunity for our children to decide to turn it in a week later, unless that's something that you've coordinated with the teacher. Um, so what Flex learning is not, it is not guaranteed access to synchronous content, so it's not going to be something that's live all the time. It is not 24-7 access to a teacher for individual instruction or a reteaching of the lesson. It is not a daily or hourly choice based on uh, personal preference or student preparedness. Um, so what that means is, for example, if you have a um, this is probably more for our middle and upper school where they have um, their schedules change, at, you know, every day for each subject area. Um, you know, your child can't decide, oh, I've got a math test today. I think I want to jump into flex learning now because I'm not prepared. We can't do that. So it sounds like something the McCullum boys might do, but <laughs> anyway, that is that is not allowed. Um, and it is also not a self-paced curriculum with flexible due dates and timelines. So like I mentioned earlier, you have to keep up with the pace of what is going on in the classroom at the time. All right, next slide. All right, so at this time, I am so thrilled to announce to you that I have a new assistant principal, and his name is Mike Hall, and up here at Legacy, he is known as Coach Hall. And so I'm going to turn it over to him, and he's going to share a little bit about his background and then talk to you about car lines and our mask guidelines. (laughs)
3: Thank you, Tiffany. Uh, first off, I just want to say uh, it is so good to be talking to our Legacy family again. I can't wait to see all these faces again next week. And uh, I'm excited about this opportunity that Mrs. McCullum and Mr. McGee uh, offered me. And uh, a little bit about myself. This is my second stint at Legacy Christian. I was here once before as the head football coach. Uh, went... Went out to Tyler, Texas for a little while in Victoria, and then uh, God opened the doors to come back uh, to Legacy. And this is now going into the third year to be back, and uh, and I'm excited about the way God has uh, orchestrated this whole uh, journey. Uh, I'm married to Raylene. Raylene also worked here our first time that we were here. She was in the library. And uh, we've been married for 34 years. We've got two daughters, Christy and Tiffany. They both teach in Carrollton. And I've got two incredible grandkids that, if you uh, happen to see my Facebook page, you see lots of pictures of them. And uh, Tristan is eight, and Sadie is six. Uh, A large part of my, and this is going into my 39th year of education, uh, a large part of that has been as a head football coach uh, and in the uh, PE spectrum, But I have coached, uh, I have also taught science uh, and health along the way. Uh, Last year, I served as Tiffany's assistant, but not assistant principal. Uh, So a lot of you got to see me in the lunchroom. Uh, I enjoyed lunch duty a lot, getting to know people uh, and getting to uh, tell uh, dad jokes to the kids. And uh, so I'm excited. Uh, And we'll go ahead to the next slide, please. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about car lines. Uh, for the most part, car lines are gonna look a lot the same as they have in the past. Uh, we will not, uh, be dropping off on the west side in the mornings, though. Uh, but we are going to open the doors to the lower school playground. That will be an entry along with the two doors on the east side of the school. Uh, of course, you've already heard that all the kids will be getting their temperature checked before they get out of the cars. Uh, we know that in the beginning, We're gonna probably go over time uh, until everything gets worked out and and we're fine with that. Uh, We are gonna keep a relaxed atmosphere there. Uh, In the afternoons, things again will look pretty much the same uh, to the parents. There'll be a lot going on differently on the inside and how we're handling it, uh, but they will still be picked up on the east side of the building unless they have a sibling who's in middle school where we will be taking them down and monitoring them by the west side band room door. Uh, and that's where they'll meet their sibling and be picked up there. All right, and masks. So mask. This, uh, this one is still uh, relatively new uh, and as all things will be, it's a work in progress. I'm sure there will be some things that, that will uh, come and go with it. But uh, right now, masks and bus must be of a single or multi- multi-color <clears throat> with a nondescript writing, pictures or logos. LCA issued, uh, LCA spirit masks may be worn any day. Uh, college masks may also be worn on any day. The goal is obviously to help our students remain focused on the schoolwork, honor our LCA uniform standard, and to ensure that no undue or negative attention is drawn to any students. We understand there are some great masks that I've seen out there that, that are really funny. Uh, and we, we appreciate a good laugh, but at the same time, we want to keep things structured and organized. Uh, I thank you and I'm going to turn this back over to Mrs. McCullum.
2: All right. Thank you, Coach Hall. Um, Yes, we are so thrilled to have you on board this year. Um, At this time, we are going to hear from our specials teachers and um, also Dr. Sneer at the very end. So right now, I'm going to turn it over to our lower school art teacher, Pam Dyer.
4: Hello everyone. I am so excited to start a new school year and to see everybody again. For those of you that are new to Legacy, I just want to give you a little bit of background information on myself. Um, I've been teaching here at Legacy for 17 years. I actually started out teaching preschool here and then I moved to the lower school art teacher and then middle school and high school art teacher. And then about six or seven years ago, I came back to the lower school to teach art. Uh, I have two grown children. They both attended Legacy uh, starting at kindergarten and, did, and graduated here. Um, and my husband, Bill Dyer, is also here at Legacy. So um, this place really does feel like home to me. It's like a second home. Uh, there's just a few things that I wanted to tell you about uh, our class this year. Um, First of all, I'm excited to say that we have a whole new art room. Our new location is going to be upstairs in Mr. Rhodes' old classroom. Um, Times for art are going to be the same. We're still going to get to meet once a week for 45 minutes. I will have pre-K three and pre-K four this year. We will meet for 30 minutes. Um, Our setup for class is going to be just a little bit different. Um, students will be socially distanced, uh, six feet apart, uh, on tables in the class. Um, each student will ha- also have a basic set of personal supplies. They'll be labeled with his or her name. And in the event that we go to distance learning, my plan is to deploy these to the students so that they have some supplies to work from with, for home. Um, The classroom is going to be set up so that any techniques or demonstrations will be viewed from the students' workspace. I'll be using a document camera and the Prometheum to show the students what we're going to be doing in class. Um, And then as far as uh, sanitation goes, the students will uh, sanitize upon entering class. And then at the end of class, the tables and the chairs, uh, will be cleaned in preparation for the next class and then if there's any other supplies that are used um, that are common supplies we will also clean those in between uses so that's about all i have for you today um, next up is nick rhodes our lower school music teacher
5: hello everyone uh, thanks for being here um, my name is nick rhodes and like uh, mrs dyer said i'm the lower school music teacher uh, here at LCA. This is my third year teaching here. Um, So excited to finally return and make some music with your children this year. Um, As you heard, uh, Mrs. Dyer is in my old classroom. And if you can see, I'm actually sitting in my wonderful new uh, classroom this year, which is the uh, lower school chapel uh, at the Southwest corner of the building. So I'm right at the corner of the third and fourth grade hallway. In the lower school. Um, so, my room is now even bigger and big enough uh, to space out. Uh, I have sit dots all over the floor behind me, and they're all six feet apart for um, every single class uh, to come into music during the week. Um, so, some of the things we're going to be doing for music um, as of right now, we're going to be doing um, some kind of uh, reassessments throughout the year, but for right now, Uh, One of the big things is uh, we will not be singing indoors uh, for the first two to three weeks of class. I'm emphasizing indoors, uh, because um, there will be a chance for us to possibly sing outdoors. Um, We will reevaluate our singing options at the beginning of September about, and uh, after we learn more and make uh, more decisions about the current singing situation, uh, we'll slowly introduce like humming and soft singing, hopefully eventually getting back to, you know, full singing in class. Um, but the best part is right behind me, I have an outside door uh, that goes right outside. And so um, my classroom has that door. We can safely scoot right outside and be singing in a matter of seconds. Um, don't worry, all of your children will still get to play instruments they know and love. We have boomwhackers and drums and mallet instruments, shakers, tambourines, you know, everything you can possibly think of like they usually have been playing. Um, But specifically, each grade level will be playing a different instrument each week. Um, So everyone will have their own designated instrument for the day in music. And at the end of class, they'll either deposit it on my stage or in a bucket. And uh, if another class is using them that day, which no grade level should ever meet more than twice a day. So they'll either be sanitized in between the break of those two classes or they will have one instrument only touched by one student a day sanitized at the end of the school day for the next day for whatever grade level is using it. Um, if games take place in the music class, they'll be happening within our school wide safety guidelines, just like everybody else. And uh, if there's a, a game or a movement activity. That requires a lot of heavy breathing and rigorous movement. We'll just go play the game outside. Um, easy, easy, right over here in this door. Uh, I know all the fourth grade parents are probably wondering, do I get to hear my child come home shrieking and squawking on a recorder this year? Um, so we actually, for as of right now, just for now, we will not be using recorders for fourth grade in the fall semester, in the first semester, but uh, around November and October, we'll be reassessing if we can uh, have them ready for us to use in the spring. Um, so we'll we'll definitely get to reassess that in about three or four months. Um, unfortunately, the ability to have actual real public performances is, isn't is possible this fall. But <clears throat> um, uh, once again, just like everything else, we're going to reevaluate to see if we can do any public performances in the spring. But you'll still get to see your children perform. I, I think I have a few great ways of we can either um, pre-record videos, just like we'll be doing with chapel, pre-record videos to send out to everybody. Um, Or I might just have a live stream zoom uh, going on in my classroom so that we can do a three or four minute performance for you here in the classroom. Um, So we have ways around it. But don't worry, you won't be missing any of the performances um, that we want your children to experience, even if it just looks a little bit different. Um, Legacy is also continuing to offer piano and voice and string lessons through the music studios on campus. Registration forms are available during the meet the teacher time next week. So I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they can be found in the music studio hallway during Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday during your meet the teacher times next week, and they will be on the school website soon. So that's about all I have. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Uh, And I cannot wait to begin creating beautiful music for the Lord with your children next week. And so I'm going to pass it over to our wonderful lower school Spanish teacher, Senora Maya Lugo.
6: Hola, buenas tardes. Good afternoon. Um, as Nicolas said, I am the Spanish uh, teacher for the lower school. I started at Legacy 12 years ago. I took a little break, but I came back, and I have always enjoyed teaching the little ones. And this year, uh, I will go to. Classes to the homeroom classes, which would be a great benefit to the students because they will be in their own um, classroom environment. Um, they also will have the supplies, their electronics. So, um, for instance, third and fourth grade, they do research on the Spanish countries, so they will have their own iPads. And for the other grade levels, I love I incorporate movements and this year class sizes are small so we will be able to continue doing those and of course following all the safety protocols Um, basically all the other panelists um, have covered all the safety protocols that we are are going to be following so i don't have much else to say besides thanking you so much for entrusting your kids to us we are so excited that we'll get to see them next week and we will be waiting for you. So stay well, hasta pronto. And now I will pass it over to our wonderful PE coach, Miss Emmy Johnson. Thank
7: you, Mrs. Lugo. Yes, I'm Emmy Johnson, the kids know me as Coach Johnson. This year I get to teach PE for PK three-year-old on up to fourth grade, and I'll get to see them all once a week. And I have been at Legacy for five years, celebrating five years here, and actually began in the pre-K, kind of like Mrs. Dyer, and um, then shortly after I moved into my dream job as the PE teacher here. My husband serves in the athletic department here at Legacy, and he's also the boys basketball coach, and I am a full-on boy mom, like Mrs. McCollum. Um, I have three sons, we have three sons, and they all attend Legacy, and my oldest is starting high school this year, so um, kind of a big change for us, but I guess you could say we are all in at Legacy. It is, it it feels like home here, and I think we'd all agree that PE is as important as ever during these times. It provides an outlet for kids to come and be active and just burn off stored up energy and maybe angst that they have. And you know, all those benefits of getting that exercise and releasing the endorphins, how God made us, it's really what our kids need more than ever. So my goal is to pack our time in PE with as much movement as possible. Um, Much like recess, students will sanitize when they come in and sanitize when they head out. And like the instruments Mr. Rhodes uses, all we have we are blessed with a variety and a great supply of PE equipment um, and we will make sure that um, equipment will only be used if it's been sanitized for each class so I wanted to make sure you knew about that um, it's also great that we have our smaller class sizes because we have this big gym we can really spread out and use that space well still want to keep in there all that the interactive games where kids can be on teams and learn teamwork skills, that social emotional component in PE is just really vital, especially now more than ever, I feel like. Um, So I just look forward to all that God has for us this year in PE Legacy. I'm thankful we get to do it. With that, I will pass it on
8: next to Miss Erica Hamilton. Miss Emmy. I'm really excited to be here today. Um, I'm the Director of Library and Technology Integration Services for LCA Pre-K through 8. And I serve the library as the director for the high school as well. Um, I have been, this is going to be my 11th year at Legacy. Um, I have loved all of my years here. I, both of my children have graduated from Legacy. One started in first grade and one started in third. Um, so I have experienced it from being a parent to being an employee, and it's a beautiful place to have your child. And I couldn't have asked for a better place for my children to be raised. Anyway, um, so the library, the library will be opening this year. So we're super excited about that. We will practice um, social distancing in here as, um, as we need to so we'll have the kids sanitized when they come in and then we will not be using our story steps and I know the kids love them but we're going to need to spread out the kids and so we will be setting them at tables when we need to and um, we'll check out in groups to make sure that not all the kids congregate at the shark books all at one time so we will make sure that we spread that um, process out as well Um, The books are going to be quarantined when they are checked back in um, so that way we can ensure that um, the germs aren't spreading. So they'll be quarantined for 72 hours in a separate room away from the other books that have not been checked out. So books are going in quarantine too. (laughs) So please know that we will make sure we do our best to make sure that we keep everything safe and we're not spreading anything. Um, As for technology, it is legacy is absolutely so blessed all of our students pre-K through 12 all now have devices. So all of our students in pre-K through fourth grade will have their own device so they will not have to share with anyone. So that is a total blessing. And so that means that technology can be integrated throughout the whole day in every area of curriculum. And so I will be in and out helping teachers in that area. Um, And then we will have a technology instructor that will be going um, to each classroom during special time and they will be um, doing typing in kindergarten through fourth grade and then they will also be um, continuing to work on their coding skills and last year we used typing club as our program um, that we started and the kids like it and I we have second graders typing at 30 words per minute super exciting and then in coding we will be using our codable program that we started last year and also integrating some other coding programs and we'll be also um, during that special time the technology instructor will um, also address digital citizenship because that's very important that we know how to behave on in social media areas and and be responsible digital citizens. So that is our plan for this year. Um, the, since each of our students have an iPad that they will use in their classroom, um, that will be used during the school day, they will not be going home with the students in the evening. Um, if we were to go into, a, if your child needs to go into a flex time, or if we go into distance learning, we will check out those on a case-to-case basis. So if your child um, needs an iPad, we wanna make sure they have the things that they need to be able to be successful at school. Um, I'm going to pass it on to Esther, our wonderful Spanish, Spanish immersion teacher, and she's gonna take it from here.
9: Hi there, um, so glad to be on here with everybody. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh, I have been at LCA for two years, and as uh, some of you might recognize me as the middle school Spanish teacher. I was teaching uh, middle school Spanish, and this year I'll be teaching second grade um, for the Spanish immersion program. Uh, I have three boys that attend Legacy, so boy mom as well. Um, I have two in high school and one in middle school. And uh, so I'm on here as a parent with all of you. A little bit about the immersion program. Uh, this year, we're going to have two classes in each grade of kindergarten, first grade, and second grade. And just like all the other, other, other classes, there'll be 12 students um, in class. All subjects in the classroom are taught 100% in Spanish. And we welcome anyone to pop in and see all the amazing things going on in the immersion classrooms. Uh, one thing I want to bring to your attention um, is a sign that we'll have in front of every Spanish immersion classroom. We are kindly asking um, that everyone would just respect the culture of the program because Spanish is the only language spoken in the classroom. Uh, If you have a question for the teacher or need a student, we ask that you speak in Spanish. And to help you with that, we have posted the top 10 questions to ask in Spanish to uh, maintain the integrity of the program in the classroom. You may ask a teacher a question in Spanish to come speak outside of the classroom and only then you'll be able to communicate in English. And I know this may sound a little extreme, but once you step into our world of immersion, you will be blown away um, by what these students can do in their target language. Um, It has been a great experience just watching them soar and really grow in their comprehension level. Our students are able to read, write, and speak in Spanish. And they're doing all the same subjects that every, all the students are. They're just doing it in um, Spanish. So um, a little bit of what's going on this year. You may have noticed that we have Spanish science prequel throughout the campus. And that's just to, you know, um, include the students that are practicing their Spanish and reading um, that they are seeing that in Spanish as well. And uh, we have a couple of surprises as Hispanic Heritage Month will be kicking off on September 15th we wanna make sure we include the whole campus um, on some of the activities that we're doing um, so that we are just a part of the legacy family like anybody else. And so um, a lot of neat things going on in Spanish immersion. We look forward to continuing. Uh, We do work with a partner um, organization, Adalingua, who has really extended um, a lot of training and professional development to get the teachers prepared not only to be prepared in as an immersion teacher, but if we go virtually how we will continue to um, have the immersion experience for our students. So we are all well prepared and ready to take on this year. So thank you so much. I'm going to turn it over to our super fabulosa, Dr. Sneer.
10: Thank you, Esther. I would say something back in Spanish, but I can't. Uh, Hello, Legacy families. I'm so anxious to see you and your kids and get everything back rolling. Being here on campus without the kids has been to me like, I don't know, being at a basketball game without the basketball. It's just not quite the same. There's no excitement. So super excited to have the kids back. Looking forward to meeting all of the new parents and the new kiddos. I am the counselor for the whole lower school campus. Uh, I'm going into my fourth year here. I have four kids, three grown, and one that is a junior up at the high school on the North campus. This year, I get to excitedly join Mr. McGee in the area of grandparenthood. I'm so excited. Um, I'm not old enough to be a grandma. Um, I had my first child when I was probably 10 or something, but I will be a grandma this year, so I'm excited about that. Counseling services will continue as they have in the past. Uh, Whether we're on campus or off campus, whether your child is here or in a flex situation, I'm still available to offer services to you and your family. Um, On campus, I can still see kids in my office. We will wear masks when we are in my office. If your child is home, then I am available to set up Zoom chats, Zoom calls. Some kids just like to um, email me. That's always an option as well. Um, for our lower kids, uh, we uh, I, I'm my, one of my goals is to really equip your teachers on just being able to kind of uh, identify some behaviors that might be flags that a child is struggling. I'm meeting with teachers today um, and next week to kind of go over some of those things so that our teachers can really be good eyes and ears for kids that may be having uh, some emotional concerns, uh, fears, anxieties, that kind of thing. Um, I also will depend heavily on you at home and i am here for you uh, as parents a lot of times at this age in a kid's life the counseling needs are more parenting needs than kid needs and so that is part of my job don't think that that's not so i encourage you to continue to reach out to me for parent support as well Um, I will be sending videos home like I did in the spring, enjoyed doing that. So there will be a lot of videos coming home. And our pep talks, we will have our pep talks this year as well. There'll be a video format, but those will also be happening. So again, I am accessible. I love having contact with you. I love partnering with you. I love your babies. Um, They're my babies too. So reach out to me and uh, I'll be here to help you in any way possible. All right, I'm passing it to Adam.
11: Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us and and sticking with us. I know we're pushing up against our uh, one o'clock, one hour timeline. So I did want to let you know before we start Q&A that we will be, well, obviously we're recording this presentation It will be shared out uh, likely on Monday. We will be sharing, sending an email home with a link to all of the town halls from this week. So if you need to, Uh, jump back to work or attend to lunch, uh, please know that you will receive a copy or access to a recording of the presentation. Uh, I just have a few questions, actually, Uh, not too busy today in the chat session, so I'm going to actually start off uh, this first question to Tiffany. Uh, I think you may be best prepared to answer this one. Um, Can you explain when and where kids will have to wear masks on campus again? I think there's been a few questions asking clarification on that.
2: Sure, absolutely. So, you know, as children enter the school in the morning, we ask that they wear a mask. Uh, once they get in their classrooms and they're able to, uh, phys- uh, to be, be uh, separated in physical distance, if you will, um, they will not be required to wear it. They don't have to wear it in PE. They will not have to wear them on the playground. Um, we will probably most likely be wearing them when we're walking in the hallways, transitioning from you know the classroom to specials because we're not able to spread them out as we uh, walk through the hallway. But you know, once again, in the specials classes, including PE. Um, we're only sending one class at a time so we're not sending you know multiple classes so even in specials they should be able to um, spread out as well in there so you know i really think wearing a face mask is going to be very limited during the day um, because of our smaller classrooms that we have this year
11: okay um i'm gonna actually see if um my call can answer this question i know it's come up a couple times in the chat So if we have a student in the middle school and the lower school, they can both be dropped off at the same time. Is that correct during car lines?
3: Uh, Yeah, we're asking in that case that they get dropped off with the younger student side. So those will need to be dropped off on the east side.
11: Okay, so if I have an older sibling, they need to be dropped off with the younger sibling. They'll get out at that door. Yes, sir. Okay, perfect. And then in the afternoon, Uh, Can you talk about the process of if they're younger and they're waiting
3: on their older sibling to get out, do you know what that process looks like? Yes, we'll have a teacher assigned to take those students down to the band hall hallway uh, where we will monitor them until the middle school students are out. They'll meet their middle school sibling and exit through the uh, west side band hall doors. Okay.
11: Ms. McCollum, I'm going to go back to you with this question. can they have a lanyard around their neck for the masks?
2: Um, I checked with Nurse Detloff on that, and she is requesting that they not wear lanyards. Um, You know, if they have pockets, they could put them in their pocket, but I think just due to some safety concerns of, you know, going to PE in the playground and and specials where they're up and active, that we are um, requesting no lanyards this year with, with the masks.
11: Okay well I want to thank everyone for joining us. I do have a final question uh for Shannon Nelson. If if uh if you have questions go ahead and jump them back in but Shannon there was a question in the chat about can parents volunteer and I I thought you might be the best one to speak to that.
0: Yes um, and I actually have spotted a few questions that I might bring to the group as well. Uh, To answer your question Adam, yes you can volunteer and we're actively looking for volunteers so you can email at ptf at legacyca.com. Again, ptf at legacyca.com. We'll take your information and let you know what needs we have, but we would love uh, to have you serve alongside us. So, volunteers are welcome and encouraged. Um, I have just a few questions for the group that I spotted. So, I, I wanted to see if I could ask just a couple. Um, so, first up, uh, a question about masks. Uh, and I'm going to go to Mike for this one. Uh, there was a question about if we can have Photos on masks, particularly things like pictures of family dogs um, or personal photos on on masks.
3: Yeah, and and right now we're saying no pictures on the mask because uh, it would get into too many things that we would have to then try to figure out what's acceptable and what's not. So at this time, there will be no pictures on the mask. Okay,
0: great. And a couple more for you, Mike. Uh, Where can folks get their car line tags if they have not received them?
3: Yeah, the, our teachers will be giving those to them uh, at Meet the Teachers. Okay. Or, yeah, or um, by the first day.
0: Excellent. Uh, another question for you um, Are students able to be picked up with non siblings and uh, can they follow the same guidelines as siblings?
3: Uh, can you clarify that, Shannon? Can they go with a friend or?
0: Correct. Yeah. So, can they be picked up with friends?
3: Yeah, as long as they're picking up on the correct side. Sure. Okay. Yeah, and they are on the pickup list. Okay,
0: great. Um, Tiffany, a question for you. Um, if a student is sick, do they have access to flex? Well, if a student is just out
2: for a couple of days, that will be treated just like makeup work, you know, what we've done in years past. Um, but if a child is going to be out, if they're sick with heaven forbid, COVID and need to be out for weeks and months at a time, then they will um, be in the flex program. But just, you know, a couple of days for a common cold or, you know, strep throat or things like that where they miss a few days, it will be treated um, just like we would normally with makeup work.
0: Okay, great. And along that same vein, this is likely for you and Esther, um, do Spanish immersion students have access to the flex program?
2: Yes, yeah, they, they will provide instruction um, to their students as well um, in the immersion program.
0: Okay, two more, Tiffany. Hang in with me. Um, hey, <laughs> that's, okay, that's what parents, I'm here for. <laughs> are parents able to <laughs> drop off uh, lunch for their students from places like Chick fil A or you know, so on and so forth? Are they able to drop off lunch? No, um, we're asking not to drop off lunch
2: um, unless a child left their lunchbox in the car and you have to run it up there, um, you know, quickly, but we're trying to limit, um, limit that this year. So yeah, no dropping off um, restaurant lunches this year.
0: Okay. And then uh, another question about masks. If uh, masks are not required in an instance, for, for example, at recess um, or in the classroom, can students still wear those masks if it's a family preference? Yes,
2: yes. Our students are welcome to wear masks at any time, if that's a preference of their family.
0: Great. Um, I saw one more pop up. Um, Any news on the fourth grade spring trip to share with the group? Well, yes, right now we have everything
2: planned and ready to go. The fourth grade teachers um, will be giving out more information on um, when that um, will be, but we have our reservations made for the the, um, ranch and for all of the places that we'll visit. And so, um, you know, our hope is that we're able to go. Obviously, that will have to be a call that we make as we get uh, closer to time. But uh, one thing I want to mention, too, is for those of you, we shared this at the end of the spring, but if you had a child that was in fourth grade last year who was not able to go we are bringing that group with us as well so we're taking fourth and fifth graders with us and of course we're planning it to where one group will be in Austin one day and the other grade will be in San Antonio one day and then we'll flip-flop so it was just really important to us for those children um, those fourth graders last year to be able to go on this trip um, lord willing
11: <laughs> excellent
0: great um, well, I saw the chat take off a bit. So, Adam, I'm going to go back to you. Did you catch any more questions to bring to the group?
11: Yes, I did, and it's still going strong. So, hold on one second. Let me scroll back up and get this. Uh, I know that there was a question about watchdogs and if that program will be happening this year. <laughs> Coach Hall, I know we talked about that yesterday. I'll let you give that answer.
3: Uh, am I back?
11: Will the watchdogs be okay, happening? Yeah, uh, yes.
3: Question. Right now, Watchdog is on a holding pattern uh, until we can see what's going to happen with everything. We do hope to get our Watchdogs back on campus with us uh, as they're a valuable uh, a- access to us. Yeah,
11: very good. Um, Tiffany, there was a question about birthday treats and what that will look like uh, this year. I don't know yeah, if you can speak something
2: to that. that um... Sure, that's something that the um, homework your homeroom teacher will address. Um, you know, we're right now we're saying no to food, but if you would like to bring up like a little treat sack, you know, with pencils and balloons or whatnot, stickers and things like that for your child to hand out, um, we prefer that we um, uh, stick to that rather than food at this time, unless we once again are moved to a different level.
11: Very good, and I don't. Tiffany, Shannon, I'm not sure which one of you want to answer this question, but will there be a Grandparents Day this year?
0: Um, We, we, yeah, sure, (laughs) Um, absolutely. So, you know, we are working on plans uh, in hopes to have some sort of Grandparents Day experience. We may move that to the spring, just recognizing uh, that we may not be able to make that happen in the fall. Um, if we can't do an in-person Grandparents' Day, then we'll likely have a virtual experience uh, ready for, for those folks.
11: Okay, and there was a question about, can you pick your child up at the door instead of waiting in car lines? Uh, Vicki, I, I think um, the, the request on behalf of Legacy uh, would be that all parents go through car lines to pick up their children when, whenever possible. Uh, It's just going to be a different process this year, so our ability to stop and and address a parent that's that's parked somewhere is going to be a little bit, it's going to be a little more challenging this year. So we would ask that all parents go through car lines um, at this time. And then Tiffany, we had a question about the book fair, where there'll be a book fair this year.
2: Um, Let's let Erica answer that question.
8: And I've been, um, we've been in touch with Scholastic and we're still working out trying to figure out what that would possibly look like. And that's gonna have to be a probably a school decision as well. Um, And it probably, if it was to be in person, it would need to be in the spring if things change and our circumstances change. Um, So that one is yet to be determined. I hope so, because the kids love it and it gets new literature into the kids hands. Um, But we wanna make sure that we're safe. So to be determined.
11: Thank you, Erica. Uh, There was a question about what happens if a kid forgets his lunch. I just wanna let you guys know, we're we're gonna make sure kids have lunches. Sage is prepared for that. So uh, all kids will have access to lunch, even if they forget their lunch, that won't be a problem. We're prepared to accommodate that. So um, I think that's all the questions that I have. Shannon, I don't know if you have any more.
0: I don't think so. I think we covered it.
11: All right, well, we will turn it back over to Tiffany then.
2: Thank you, Adam and Shannon. Um, just a couple of a couple of things I want to mention before I wrap us up in prayer. Um, first of all, I've had a couple of questions about from our new families about uniforms. May not be. Um, ready um, for the first day of school and parents that is just completely fine. We understand that and what we do in a situation like that. If your child has a um, khaki shorts or khaki pants, you know khaki bottom they can wear And any green polo will work. It doesn't have to have the LCA um, emblem on it, but any green polo would work and that is fine until you can get your uniforms in. Um, the next thing I want to mention just briefly is, and I know Mr. McGee has, has addressed this in a previous town hall, but um, one thing that is really um, at the top of our priority list is taking care of our teachers this year. I know I cannot think of a um, a leadership team meeting that went by this summer where we did not talk about our faculty Um, their health and their well-being this school year because they are being asked to do things that they have never even dreamed of in their teaching careers. And so they are going to be um, spending lots of long hours planning and preparing and serving children in front of them in the classroom and um, children in flex learning and making plans for a, you know, overnight switch to distance learning should that happen. And so um, just parents, I ask you to please Respect their boundaries. Um, you know, if you send an email after four or five o'clock, um, be prepared not to get a response until the next day. Um, you know, we just, they've got to have time to unplug, to rest, um, to get rejuvenated for the next day, and to um, spend time with their own families. A lot of our teachers have little ones at home. So not only are they um, working moms and dads, but they're, you know, parents once they leave school at the end of the day. So um, I just really, Um, ask you know for your help in in this and to um, uh, help them with their um, mental and and, uh, well-being here during the school year. Um, The last thing I want to share is, you know, I know there are a lot of uh, anxious mama and daddy hearts out there right now. And I've shared this before that, you know, when we hear about all these protocols and physical distancing and masks and things like that, you know, we are still the same legacy. We are still the same teachers, same administrators that have hearts for your your children and we are here to love on them we're going to love on your babies and I think you will be very uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised when you come up here to meet the teacher and see all these warm and cozy classrooms that these teachers have created even with dust spread around and they have done a beautiful job in um, making a warm loving environment for your children so I'm anxious for you to see that so anyway with that being said and I I would ask that you bow your head, and I will close this in prayer. And any questions you think of, please don't hesitate to email any of us that were here on the town hall today. We're here to help you and serve you. So anyway, feel bow your heads with me. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you today to ask for peace among our legacy community as we begin a new school year. There are a lot of anxious hearts out there among our parents, our students, faculty, and staff of what this year will bring. Lord, we rest in the fact that you are sovereign and you hold us in the palm of your hand. I know that you will be with us as we step foot on campus next Thursday on that first day of school and every second of this school year. Thank you for our amazing lower school families who have reached out to support and encourage us as we plan throughout the summer. I pray for our teachers who are about to enter a year like no other that they've ever seen in their careers. Please watch over them protect them and allow them to find time for rest. We thank you for this opportunity that we have played that you have placed before us to serve your kids this year. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you everyone. Have a great rest of your day.
0: All right. Thanks so much Tiffany. Thank you to all of our presenters and also thank you to our lower school families for joining us today. We can't wait to have you back on campus next Thursday. Um, I see that, Mr. McGee, you're still on the line with us, so I wanted to see any final closing thoughts from you before we let the group go.
1: Well, yeah, uh, thank you for calling on me, Shannon. I was actually typing a a message to everyone, but I'll just uh, repeat it. One of the things, parents, I I hope you've recognized is a tremendous amount of work has gone into preparing for uh, an uncertain school year, and I know you appreciate that. Uh, Please understand that we're still in a very fluid situation. And whereas right now we are in level three, in a week or two, we may be level two, we may be level four. We cannot predict the trajectory of this virus, but we are still in a high risk category where there is a a spike in illnesses. So that's uh, why we have to impose some of these restrictions. Uh, It is our desire to lift those restrictions as soon as we safely can. So your patience and understanding and support for that would be greatly appreciated. And I know you do, I know you recognize the hard work that your teachers and your administrators have put into this and thank you for that. Um, We're gonna gonna have a great year, no matter the modality that we find ourselves in. Um, We are going to have a terrific year and I can't wait to see you in person or online or however we see each other. Um, It's gonna be a great year and thank you for your confidence in us.
0: Thank you, Mr. McGee. As a reminder for everyone, uh, we uh, encourage you to follow us on social media. We have quite a few social media platforms up here for you. The big one that I want to mention is YouTube. So we uh, record all of our town hall meetings. They are all posted to YouTube for you. They'll likely be posted on Monday. Give us just a minute to edit and get those uploaded. Um, But please do take a look. If you feel that you um, maybe missed some content today or want to listen back, uh, that option is available for you. And with that, we will close out our town hall meeting. Thank you so much. Uh, We're praying for you and we can't wait to be with you next week.